Hey, gang, this is Dave Johnson. You are listening to the RFK Refugees Podcast. It's not in the net. It's in your ear. And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFK Refugees Podcast. Ted here. John's here. Hello. We are we are back. We are uh, we are here. We are in. We we're ready to go, aren't we, John? Are, are we ready to go? Are we actually? Yeah, we ready? are definitely ready to go. We're <laughs> never. We've never been more ready to go than we are right now at eight thirty one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, uh, John. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw John under the bus and just say he made the show eight o'clock, which caused me to be rushed and not able to respond to technical difficulties. And you and do not want to see Ted when he's rushed. Like it, everything, <laughs> all of the all of the spoons fall out of his pocket, and the 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 walls come crumbled down. We are we are now good to go. Yes, eight thirty time that we usually go it at. And yes. I don't think too many people were inconvenienced. So. Thank you to the two of you who were trying to join at a time, and we will we will admit you to the room uh, very soon. Very soon, yes, yes. That's uh, I don't know what the plan. I, I, we I guess we we're gonna we had a lot of people. Out. We actually have five people waiting right now in the room. Um, Great, so bring them all in. Bring them all in. So the plan is this is a new thing we're, we've never done this before. So here's the reason why I'm doing this. I've been on Zoom calls every friggin' second of my life that I think most people probably are joining me in the, in this weird world that we're now in, uh, but. Uh, it's funny. I think it's cool to to see what people are doing and uh, what people are up to. People have learned how uh, how the background works. We're gonna mute everybody uh, as they come in, and then we'll we'll open it up as we after we talk about the few things that are going on. So, Ted, as you're admitting people, do you wanna you want me to get started on the a little bit of news that's that's come out? Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's get right to it. Uh, let's let's get absolutely right to it. Um, yeah, man. Should we talk? Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk. I want to talk the recent news. Uh, not not at all DC related. Not at all soccer related. Uh, but definitely financially DC impactful. Um, which is the uh, the fact that the uh, XFL has now officially folded. Um, it is now looking like uh, it's not coming back. They've actually filed for bankruptcy now. I believe they now owe the team uh, a grand total of three hundred and was it three hundred fifteen thousand dollars? Is what I saw and around the, that some around that rate. Yeah, yeah. It's a pay in advance situation. I think we've uh, we've learned uh, when you when you're dealing with a league that has folded once before, uh, make sure you get your money ahead of time and uh, make sure the check clears. Instead of letting them go on a pay-as-you-go arrangement, which is, <laughs> which is it appears what they were able to do, unfortunately. Well, you know, I think I think what they wanted, um, I think what they wanted is they is you know I think they trusted that uh, that the um, they trusted that the you know that Vince McMahon was good for his money and he would pay. And uh, I think things were going along swimmingly sure. until this little thing called the uh, coronavirus. Uh, seem to uh, seem seem to hit, um, and we're kind of stuck here. And uh, I just I I don't know. It's uh, it stinks. It stinks for the team. It stinks for a lot of the people who showed up to the games and were fans of the game. Um, but I, I'm curious how it's going to impact what the team's able to do, because um, I'm sure this is money they were they they probably had written you know somewhere on a spreadsheet. Here's how much we're going to get for the next three years, and now that money is gone. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, I think, in the last time we had a regular podcast, which was, I think we may have talked about this on our exclusive uh, Twitch stream where we were playing each other in FIFA and talking about stuff. Um, <laughs> we were saying that uh, the concept of this team being players in the transfer market at all right now is really, really questionable. Like, I think that you are looking at a team who was already cash-strapped before uh, all of the games just got canceled and then they couldn't have any sort of game day revenue. Uh 
and you're looking at a team that's probably going to be playing very heavily their their youth players or players that they're able to acquire for free or not or very little. Um, so I think that most teams are going to be in that spot. I think maybe some of the independently wealthy owners are able to weather the storm a little bit better better. Uh, which has always been the case, right? Like the the rich will the rich will be able to somehow manage this crisis better than the people who are a little bit in, in a tougher situation. So this certainly the XFL situation does not help them. I don't think in the I don't think in the large scheme of things um, it was going to make a big difference to the to the team on the field. Uh, but it's still unfortunate, and it's still you know the point of having the stadium and, and and sort of making it you know multi-purpose in a lot of ways was that you could. Um, you know, when you weren't using it, make some money out of it. And right now they can't make any money out of it at all. And when I went there uh, a week ago, they had, and we were, I, I think we talked about this on the Twitch stream too, the field goal poster up. And I think that's just because there's nowhere else for them to put them. And like, <laughs> uh, cause they were uh, DC, I think were the last users of the field. And I don't believe that uh, the defenders had a game after that, but either way, um, bit of a bummer, not, not the largest bummer. I would say a bigger bummer than that would be the fact that the team has had to furlough most of the front front office now, it appears. So according to Goff, um, the coaching staff is taking taking a 20% paid deferral. So they'll get that money. They just won't get it right away. Um, including um, Loudon United's coach, Ryan Martin, who was on a one-year contract and got an extension because I think because he did the deferral. Um, they've laid off all but a few of the team's front office staff. I think that they've obviously kept uh, the person who's doing social media and video because that's been ever present. Uh, but other than that, like the game day staff not getting paid, uh, they're still, as Dan pointed out, they're still charging the season ticket holders every month. So that's money coming in the door, I guess, at least. Uh, and and they're talking about sort of like that money will be used for games in the future. But I don't know how confident. And, and let's open this up to Dan here in a second. I'll, I'll think, can, I, can I unmute you? Let's see if, if I can do that. No, I can't. Unmute Dan in a second. Uh, how confident are are you that you're going to actually get uh, value for your dollar for the season? Very, very little confidence that I'm actually going to get all the games that I'm paying for, that they will be provided in a format that uh, I will be able to attend. <laughs> all the fam, though, Dan. You're going to be able to probably coach a game, potentially <laughs> do some sort of like left back for a week, for a week if you want. There's got to be something that they've got to they've got to make you whole somehow. I don't know how I don't know how it's going to be. All the loud United games you want on top of it, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe maybe they pay for my Uber out to loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have heard. So I, I know USL apparently they have given. I think a, the the date they're looking to come back is July. Um, I'm not sure how likely that is. Um, I just went ahead and I dropped the rest of the money on my season tickets just to you know, stop them replenishing the monthly fee. And I, and I had the money to do it. Um, I guess I was more looking at the fact that I want to support a, a potentially struggling club, but I can understand from the DC perspective and the, um, you know, multimillionaire owners perspective, you know, who owns the club versus who owns uh, the Richmond kickers, not to say Matt Spears and a couple of the other guys probably aren't very, very well off. I just don't think they're as quite uh, as wealthy and um, as a lot of the DC owners, but I don't know if I don't know if they just defer all those to next season. I, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. How, how how do you how do you handle all of that? And I gotta say too, I don't think it really matters much how how much money these owners have. None of them are going to go in their pocket to cut offset any of these costs. I mean, the whole reason they bought it in MLS is because there's limited financial exposure for owners. So. It, it doesn't matter. Like if the money, if the if the money isn't there, the money isn't there. If the league isn't paying for it, they're probably not going to pay for it. 
Um, they just they just installed their solar panels last week. So they're still doing things that they probably projected revenue at in, in advance for. And I, I bet you there's some sort of lead certification requirement there for that as well. That's good. Uh, but, you know, it, this, the money situation is weird. The, the worst part is that, you know, the... the <laughs> It was kind of a kind of a bummer note. They were like, "Yes, we laid off a lot of these employees, but to be honest, they're going to get a lot more money from unemployment than they would have working for the team, <laughs> even before probably uh, even before the additional six hundred dollars." So that's that gives you like a nice little window into just sort of like how how lucrative this uh, this this sport is at this level. Um, but it's unfortunate for people trying to figure out how they're going to make things work. And I, you know. Every date they throw out, it, whether it's May or June, it all feels op- wildly optimistic and not based at all on what's really going to happen. So, I, in my mind, in my mind, the season maybe doesn't maybe doesn't come back, and they certainly 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 do not get in the full complement of the games. That's not possible in any way. I think they should stop saying that. I think that's a season ticket holder thing. I think that's why they're doing that. I don't think it's anything about logistics and, and being reasonable. I think it's just like. Well, if we don't say that, then we've got to figure something out, and we don't want to figure something out across the league. It's too complicated. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think it's all just they're trying to be as optimistic as possible. It's going to be when it becomes v- so painfully obvious that there's just no way the season is going to come back. That's when you, you, you they, they are going to wait this out tooth and nail because literally they, they have nothing. There, there's no reason not to. There's no reason to wait. I mean, they could literally, you know, say we're still going to be planning to play the full games, you know, through June, July. And then once it turns August, September, that's when you're suddenly like, okay, now you're either coming back or you're not coming back. Um, You know, I a lot of people have talked about this being an opportunity for them to, quote unquote, get on the European calendar. I don't know how um, how realistic that is. Uh, I I don't know. It's it's a crazy, crazy situation that we are. that that we are in. Uh, we're talking about Chris Dirk. Other bit of news. So there's there's very little bit to talk about, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stretch it, <laughs> and get and get everybody's thoughts and everything. But Chris Durkin, apparently still in the market. Um, Two million dollars is still the target price. I'm curious to see if they get that. I'm curious to see if. I'm I'm curious who has the leverage right now in player acquisition when the market's on fire and everyone has a, a virus like. DC uh, doesn't have to sell, I guess, theoretically. He could come back, but he's also fourth in the depth chart, and uh, clearly be- the team in Belgium wants him more than DC does. So it'd be great if they could get $2 million. That's, uh, you know, that offsets some cost uh, for the XFL not existing anymore. Uh, and they get, I believe, since he's home, he's a homegrown, they get 100% of the, the sale on that. So good business from my perspective. I think it's... I remember when he went on loan, I was like, man, I really wish he would stay around. I think that he would have been a, but you know, at this point, let's, let's, let's cash in if we can cash in. And, and you have to come in from the club perspective. You missed out on, on Bill Hamid getting any sort of money for him. You've missed out on, um, you know, players like Perry Kitchen. You've missed out on uh, guys like, uh, like uh, Lu- Luciano Acosta last season. I-, I am thinking this is going to be a club now where, you know, they're they're going to send a guy on loan, and they are going to say, and then if they come back and they say they want him, they say, great, let's 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 figure out the price because I don't think I think they're tired of. Yeah, you have to. I think from any perspective of the team, you're tired of getting burned. Um, you know, because he could have waited out his contract and then he leaves on a free and you get nothing for him. So I mean, two million at least you're getting something for him. I think this this would be their highest transfer if they paid the two million. I, I think this is how for this uh, Belgian club. I believe I remember reading. Oh that. no, they made they they bought somebody this last window from I believe Brazil for a little bit more money. Okay, it would have been if they had signed him when they initially loaned him, but they they splashed the cash 
uh, <laughs> a couple a couple more million dollars. So they're they're doing that. It, That's good. It would be really strange to like sell him in this in this window. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. I don't know what the dynamic is for the market. I mean, if you're if you're watching any of the, I don't know what would you call it like replacement level content for like soccer stuff like indoor soccer on fs1 mm-hmm. or or continuing to watch uh what's the show at espn fc like they're really like um so let's talk about transfer rumors i guess like that's all they that's and there's a lot of that and i don't know if it's just sort of the machine continuing to run and just like throwing names out of the generator so that people have something to read uh but there are teams talking about buying uh there was somebody today i'm trying to remember who was on twitter was saying that and they think MLS is uniquely positioned to be in a strong buyers like spot because they're, they're less likely teams are less likely to be leveraged uh, in MLS because of the single, single entity structure than other teams are around the world. So that would be, I guess, cool if that were to happen, but I'm not, I'm not super confident. <laughs> Dan, Dan says ESPN needs to ESPN plus needs to pick up the rights to the Nicaraguan <laughs> league. Also the Belarusian league, which I watch on YouTube and I recommend all of you do the same. It's very, and it, I don't know if it was just the, the the way the game I was watching played out, but they all appeared to be giving each other six feet. Like no one was really pressing. Like they were, they really seemed <laughs> to be adhering to the to, 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 to protocol. So uh, that's good at least. That's good. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, let's get let's get some let's get some thoughts. Uh, let's get Gregory uh, into the show. Gregory Koch, a longtime supporter of the show. I think I unmuted you, Gregory. What's up, man? How you doing? Well, it asked me to unmute me. I could have just unmuted me. Okay. But anyway. Thank you for letting us keep the power. Yes, we like we like the power. <laughs> yeah, you have the power, but so, I still had to agree to be unmuted, so I have power too. <laughs> so yeah, the consent of the governed, I guess. So so you uh, you're also a season ticket holder, right? I believe. Yes, yes. So money is still coming out of your pocket. Did you defer for April as they as they so kindly offered? Uh, no, I did not, because I'm fortunate enough to still have a job and sure. still be, have a source of income. So I figured I'd. Uh, and they've got i mean they're gonna do something right like there's i don't know what it is it uh, it won't be the amount of games that they promise they've got to figure out a way to make you whole there's no i can't imagine a universe in a which we play no games and uh you get all all your money just goes away like that that won't happen they'll probably do something stupid like use it as a credit for 2021 that was my thought that's what i probably think that they would do but then the, the the issue there is then Imagine if they did that for everybody, and then what are their books like for 20, 2021 when all of their all of their season ticket holders seats they can't sell again are basically free? Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I don't know what they're going to. It do. just kicks the can down the road, right? Though, so yeah, I just don't but, know. I don't know uh, what they're going to do. Or I don't know. They could do something worse, like just give us a ton of fam that we can't use for anything. They could give you fam. They could give you fam. They could give you team store money. Yeah. Yeah, So boy, with my season tickets, I could buy one. A couple jerseys, maybe. Everything's so overpriced, though. I'd probably (laughs) just be able to buy a sock. One jersey, maybe. Not one sock. Not even a pair of socks. (laughs) One sock. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. What? Like, so what? Can you think of a, a thing that they could do that would make you okay with the continuing of the money coming out? Other than like, so you defer into 2021, not really great from their perspective or really from your perspective. Yeah. You think maybe just stop taking your money now, just like hold until the season comes back? What would what would make sense? But then what if it doesn't come back and they've already taken my money? What do they do with that money? Yeah. I think it's easier to roll a partial portion 
you know, a couple months over to 2021. And I mean, I've been paying out. since August, I think, or September, and there have been two games. So, well, then you're gonna... already. So, assuming they don't do something by Wednesday, then it's I... only going to be. You'll already have taken two thirds of my money. I mean, I think I think maybe what they do is they potentially they they give a get discount to you know 2020 season ticket holders on 2021 seats. And then with that, you get, you know, maybe you get upgraded seats. You know, you each get. Who's upgraded seats? Because they're getting seats too. So who's, who's seats do I, how does that work though? Because people had those seats before need to get something too. Do we? They get to, they get to go on the the bench. (laughs) So if they had, if they were Eagle Bank, they now become members of the team. Uh, and if, if players on the team uh, then get to go to better teams, I think is the way they're going to have to do it. Everybody <laughs> moves up one seat. That's the only way to I make mean, it work. But my Rich. idea is, is you, you get fam, you get fam and stuff like that, and then you you know you can you apply that to upgrade seats to like box type seats. I mean, I was thinking something along those lines. I don't know. It's going to be a uh, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting thing. You 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 you're you're in control, John. Who do you who do you want me to go I'm to? I'm trying now? to unmute Rich. I think I unmuted Rich. <laughs> What's up? Would, would you? So you would you would take your you would take your build balance for the team store and go go buck wild on on uh, DC United gear. Dude, I probably spend almost as much as I spend in the tickets on the team store. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I went I went and I said, oh, okay, I'm not getting a new jersey, and then I bought a new jersey, and then you know they're actually pretty cool. Like, would you remember the first game? It was cold as crap. We got there early, and there was somebody in one of the one of the security guards was like, hey. We're selling um, – because they knew we were season ticket holders. They were like, hey, they're selling uh, sweatshirts for $20 down at the, other, the second team store. And so we went down there, and I got, like, a really cool DCU hoodie for 20 bucks. And, like, you know, they always have lots of good stuff on the clearance racks. And, you know, I don't know about him, but, you know, I bitched last year. I said, you know, we didn't get anything. And they sent a really nice 25th anniversary scarf set. Yeah this year mm-hmm. and I, I don't i have an extra one if you guys need one sure. there are really <laughs> well, hang really, it yeah i mean they're they're awesome and then a pin and a patch and all that in a nice box and i'm like you know I, I, it's worth it to me a, a lot of people bitch about how much the um you know it was for last year to watch the games and i was like it's not that much you know the problem is that the, the, they sucked Right, right. Sucked, and I couldn't, I couldn't like start it from the beginning. You know, like what pisses me off is the little stuff. Like if I come in the middle of the game, I can't start it at the beginning. I have to wait till it's done, and you know things like little things like that. And the player didn't work and all that. But and it didn't have a Fire TV up until halfway through the season. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a Fire TV guy, so that pissed me off to, to no end too. But in the end, you know, if I'm paying, you know. I, I wish it was on ESPN Plus. I think that that's a great deal for. I got it with the Disney Channel and all that, you know. Yeah. So now I get it for free. But the, um, you know, with the kids, that's that's key to have. So it would be great if it was on there. But I don't care if it's five bucks a month, and I don't care if I have to pay for my season tickets. I feel like, you know, I'm supporting the team, and they're going to compensate me and help me out later, you know. And yeah, there's there's yeah. no way they don't make it right, Rich. There's like there's there's no yeah. way that. I mean, they seem to with with the the scarf and the box and the pin. Like they seem to be a a group of people that listen to feedback. Everyone everyone hated the gift card from last year. They're like, we have to do something different. And then they did something yeah. different. So I think there's no way that you know they don't figure out a way to make this right somehow. If if it's financially, if it's 
like perk based or whatever they're going to do, they're going to make something better. What do you guys? Look, go ahead. If you go, if you go to the games, okay, and you get fam, you can use the fam at the team store. You can use it to get food. I can get like, you know, like I last year at the end of the at the end of the season, they had the big thing with the player meet. They had all kinds of great team gear, and you could use your fam on that. And like, get, and I got all kinds. I got like this, uh, that RFK farewell to RFK uh, scarf. Mm-hmm. It's badass. Yeah, you know? but then so, you use it on food, and then half the stands don't take it, and then they then the pupusa stand suddenly decided halfway through the season after I had already exchanged for fam that they weren't going to take it, and then I'm like, well, now what am I supposed to do with all these concession vouchers? <laughs> I had a lot yeah. of really, I had a lot of very average hamburgers when that happened to me. <laughs> that was my solution. I was like, oh, I guess. I'll just have six hamburgers, please, on the last game of the season. That'll be great. What do you guys think about uh, – so, you know, the, the team like us are desperately trying to figure out a way to continue to create content and make – you know, try to fill some time and void uh, that we're trying to do. They had a – the team didn't do this, but the league had uh, the the first MLS – I think it was the first MLS Cup, and uh, Bill Hamid was a, was a guest announcer – I think that was great. Like, I think that the, there, and it doesn't have to be all MLS cups. Like, it could just be games. They, there's enough, there are enough people that they could bring in to, you know, I would love to see some games from like my era of when they were really bad. I'm like, 2010, 2011, 2012, bring me, you know, John Thorington's one season back in DC United, have him talk about how horrible it was to, to play on that team. I think that would be cool. And it's free. Uh, and there are, there's, I mean, what else are they going to do? And they, I understand that they've cut sort of their, their capabilities and stuff, but just, they have, you just, know, just please, there's a, there's a large backlog of stuff that they could be playing. Just please remove the darn geo-locked fencing. No, geo- Ted, move. Sorry. Sorry, man. The only, the only <laughs> no, I'm not moving. I'm not moving from Richmond. I'm not doing well, that. I'm not doing know, that. I'm well, not do- I'll just set my webcam up on, on, you know, playing the TV. I don't know. I'll figure something. Then secede from Virginia and join DC. And then technically, you're in DC. <laughs> there you go. That's how. That's one way to make a geofence uh, different. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Arthur, you had some idea to 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 bring back some of the old games. I'm gonna go ahead and unmute you. Um, so you you do you you like the idea of the of the old games? I think they should just like just just play old games every week. That's my. That's yeah, my I mean, idea. It's a trip down memory lane for those of us who've been around for since the beginning. Um, you know, I saw a clip of uh, Echeverry, I think it was on the MLS um, site, and uh, you kind of forgot how great he was and, and, and what he meant to the team. And, um, you know, you try to you try to put it into context of, of was he was great back then, would he be great now? You know, I, I think so. Um, would that the team that won the championships be able to compete in the league now? Uh, I think it's important that fans, um, current fans, are able to look back and see where the team came from. You know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good stuff back then. Both, yeah, I, there's good stuff there, and then there's, I mean, there's just there's been a lot of players to move through this in 25 years. There's there's enough content that they can find. Th- I'm thinking of games where I'm thinking of the RSL game that finished five four, where mm-hmm. Dero had a hat trick and scored from like. Yeah. The, whatever it was. I, I, th- I think you're merging. I think that was, four, I remember there was a 4-1 where D-Rose scored a hat-trick and then there was that crazy 6-4 game with the uh, the Taylor Kemp like Taylor Wonder, Kemp banana Wonder, goal. Banana Wonder Rafael goal. Banana goal. Or even a compilation of you know uh, best game of the season for each season. Yep. You can get 25 right there. 
yeah, there you go. That'll put us at least, you know, it could be like two games a week. We're going to do them on, yeah. you know, Wednesday and Friday or whatever. And then that becomes, I would, that's appointment viewing for me. What else am I doing? What else am I watching? Or even a highlight reel of the season. You got 25 seasons. Right. That's the thing. That's where I wish. That's one of those big, like, blind spots for MLS teams is that any team in, in England, there's a DVD for every single season that has like game by game highlights and and however the season went. If you finished last, there's probably still a DVD season <laughs> review. Like, My college soccer team had that DVD. Yeah. And DC United does not. DC United used to have it. They've had it in the past. They had it in like 2015. I think I bought it. It's somewhere somewhere behind me. I got I got the 2004 championship DVD. Yeah. So. Well, the championship DVD. <laughs> clearly, you make one, but like. There were no chance. Maybe it was the year they had the Open Cup. Why don't we have the Open Cup final uh, as a thing that, that can be shared on TV? I the was coffee pot cup. Yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> the, Charleston, the Charleston Cup. Like there, uh, I was watching. So I spent last week, I was just looking for any video on YouTube that had DC United that was over hour and a half. I was like, that's got to be full games. So I'll just, I'll throw them all in a playlist. And I watched, what was I watching? The 2007 away opener against Colorado, which was also Colorado Rapids' first game in Dick's Sporting Good Park. This was what I was doing at like 11 o'clock on a weeknight. I was like, man, I am really jonesing. This is bad. This is really bad. It's only been a month, and this is how I have degeneracy that I've fallen into here. It's not good. Yeah, I just watch random sporting events like marble races. I think this is a step up from marble racing. I feel like it's. I feel like it's marginally improvement from ESPN Ocho. As doesn't well. doesn't um, marble racing's online now too? There were like twenty thousand people watching Marbella One, and it was awesome. Doesn't the team have a um, like a like a, a FIFA pro, pro online? Yeah, that's where, absolutely. They're now uh, they're now so now there's a tournament a. Uh, uh, player and pro tournament, basically. So uh, Paul Ariola and our whatever the guy's name is, that's our our FIFA pro champion for PS4, are facing off in other against other teams uh, in like a round robin tournament, which they will air, I'm sure, on Twitch. Uh, it'll be better watching them than it would have been watching Ted and I play when we tried to when we tried to Twitch stream. Uh, and that also how boring those games were made me convinced to not buy the capture card that I was thinking about buying. <laughs> so then we could do this. <laughs> Not doing it. It's no point. <laughs> we will we'll just scream. We'll, we'll just stream it. And uh, if you're if you're that bored, if it's between us and marble racing, maybe still go marble racing. I don't know. Um, very workman like FIFA. I can do a couple skill moves and just put it in the net. But um, yeah, I think so. That's that's certainly esports are the are the only thing that's that's going to work basically, right? So they're they're going to definitely, you know ring every last bit of content out of everything they can do. They're very, very, very desperate at the moment. Yeah. I'm wondering how long like this is goes as this continues and this kind of goes further, further, like how like desperate they're going to be. I know USL decided to do an E rocket, like the, was it the cars? I, I don't even know the game. Rocket League. Yes. The rocket You're League. You're like an old person here. You know, the, with the cars. I know I am. I know I am. Whatever. I don't know. It's well, rocket league Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. So Charizard runs yeah. into people in cars. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I'm no, <laughs> I will watch FIFA because, like, tangentially, it's related to the thing that I'm caring about. I guess, uh, but no Rocket League. I want to. I want to get make sure. I want to make sure we get everybody to at least be able to say something. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna unmute Eric. Eric, do you have anything? Uh, any, anything you want to add to the to the conversation? Oh, I've been so sports starved. <laughs> I, I, I was just gonna say, man, I've been watching that like gels like Marbula One. Uh, whew, like it is, it is intense watching those marbles go around those tracks. Um, 
No, I was wondering, uh, where do you guys land on like Super Mario Strikers, uh, like top tier GameCube? Um, <laughs> I want to see the MLS players. Why not? We got time. Yo, give me, give there's me. Certainly, there's certainly no reason not to try that. Give me, give me some backyard soccer. That, that's what I want. Give me some. Oh uh, God, Pablo overpowered my dude. <laughs> and ben, ben Olsen, Ben Olsen's in that uh, in the MLS edition of that game too, which is always kind of oh, funny. Oh, it's kind of funny to watch. God bless uh, him. Uh, remember, Mike, I remember those old? I don't know. Well, this is a different sport, but I remember the old college football video games. You could play as a team of the mascot. So how about we have like a video game where you have eleven talons going against I don't know eleven rabbits. rapid man rapid man, man. <laughs> whatever the plural is uh, rapid yeah. man is a I think that's definitely the way we go this year rapid man rapid man is a gem is an absolute gem I, I will never that, that that was the underrated story I think this year was that rapid man is uh is back so um. And we might not get to see him, so he might go away very quickly. I'm just wondering, like, what they're going to do about, like, the 25th, like, this This is, like, a big deal. It's, like, 25 years of MLS. You know, they got Hans Zimmer to produce the new soundtrack that got pay- played for, like, two weeks. Um, well, technically, next year's the 25th anniversary. They could just yeah, they everything could, They could fix their math. They could fix the funny math they were doing <laughs> to make this 25 and just make it next year. <laughs> I, think I think that works. Yeah. Nobody, we just pretend this whole thing did not happen. It just the two games that happened... They weren't that exciting anyway. We got three points once, but did we really earn those three points? Let's just wipe it out. Start fresh. Everybody doesn't pay. 25th year officially. I think that's I think that's how it, so this isn't this is not soccer really it's strictly. I guess we can figure out a way to convert this. So one of the crazy things that are going on about trying to figure out how do we can continue to have sports in a world where there's no testing, there's no antibody testing. There's no vaccine. There's no treatment. Uh, they were going to put all the baseball teams in one state and keep them isolated from their families for five months and play 162 games in a hot, hot, hot Arizona sun because there's only one stadium there that's got a roof and they can't play every game there because there's too many teams. Uh, it sounds like the players are thinking that's not going to work and it's not and it's stupid. It's and they terrible. Be. I mean, first but, of all, they have them at hotels. Are the hotel staff going to live at the hotels? <laughs> I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, all they're I know not is they're paying them enough to live at the hotels. So how? Uh, I'm trying to think that how how long would this have to go? How long would the sports desert have to continue to go before an idea as stupid as that would sound good to you? Like, if there's no sports through September, are you starting to be like, all right, well, what if they just did like a mini tournament, like a five v five, so the less less likelihood of injury? We'll just pick the best five players on DC United and Bill Hamid, and we'll put them on like a barge in the middle of the ocean and then they'll play on that and everybody will stay six feet away from each other. And that's what we'll have to do. Like how many months does that have to go before? Like, right. There's some merit to this idea. There's like the UFC guy trying to Dana White, trying to have a, a fight on the moon or whatever the hell he's trying to do. Like, I think at a certain point, how's, how is, uh, how's England proposing? Aren't they, aren't they talking about individual um, training? Uh, so I know that Germany is going to be going to individual training in May and they're hoping to get, they're hoping to get back started there pretty soon because yeah. I think that they have, you know, their, their numbers of contagion, I guess, are down. But still, they, they face the same problems we do with antibody testing. I don't. I think that they may have a better handle on the amount of tests that they can probably afford to, you know, be constantly testing their players. But, I, but maybe not. Uh, but they want to get going pretty soon. So that'll be a real big, and all, all, you know, guaranteed not in front of fans. They, they've already said that. Like, no matter what they do for the rest of the season, uh, there won't be, there will, will be empty stadiums. That's, I'm, I'm almost like, just don't, just don't. 
just don't come back. And that's I mean, watching soccer games. They test their players every day, and then thousands of people go without any tests, even though they're actually sick. I I don't know what Germany's testing situation looks like, but I just know that that's that that is what they're currently talking about as far as their their get back to get back to go plan. I just think that it's everything. Like I said before, it seems optimistic. It's not our country, so it's a little bit different. So you know, they'll 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 do their own risk management there. But I think it's I think it just like with baseball, there's this weird. And I think it's labor-based, but there's a big compulsion like we can't not have this year happen. We can't not have a winner for this season. And I know certain Liverpool fans would agree with that, that we have to play this out. It has to be done. Who 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 cares what happens? We must we must give they must have their their parade, even if there's no one there. Uh, but like uh, do you mind if I hop in just for a second? Yeah, please. please. Um, I just want to say, uh, if you want to compare this to baseball, football, um, it's, it's kind of weird. MLS, um, as far as I'm aware, I'm, I'm a semi-recent DC United fan, like 2014 was my first year. Um, but uh, uh, many other American sports leagues have had strikes that have ended the season. So uh, I, it's not like the NFL is not here anymore. It's not like MLB no longer exists. I think that there is enough, at least at this point in time, uh, interest in Major League Soccer to you know continue if they have to cut the season short. And I think that's what a lot of the current ownership groups are afraid of, is that, oh, you know, we cut the season short. Everyone's going to forget about Carlos Vela and, like, uh, – I'm not. I don't know. Right. Right. I mean, and also so much of their marketing is all about the, um, some markets have given up on like finding new fans. They're just basically like, we know that there's soccer fans here. They're going to come back if there's a soccer team. We'll market to them. So I feel like freezing the league and not coming back till next year hurts your casual fans, but we'll come back. Like if, if they don't play, they don't play at all. We're not going to be like, you know what? I, I'm going to like basketball more. I don't, I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I like soccer anymore they skipped a year i think you're right but i think it seems it's more like in, in the other sports it's about the players and i think over there too a lot of the players are the, more so than management are like i want to get back out there i want to finish the season um i'm going crazy like everyone is but they 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 want to be different <laughs> they would I, like to, they would like to play anyway yeah I, I guess the the only thing is i'm trying to remember whether i know the last sport to really kind of just lose their entire season uh was the nhl back in i want to say 2004 2003 um, 2004, so, I think. Yeah, so I, I'm curious. I, I know they rebounded very well, but I'm, I'd be very curious. I, I guess you know you can kind of can people kind of lump you know MLS and NHL together. You know, if MLS you know lost their season, you know what kind what type of impact that would have. The good thing know. is everyone loses their season. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone lo- if everyone loses their season, then well, it's different. Does. And there's nowhere to hide except for a marble league. So. I still think that there's going to be one league that's going to, I don't know, buck the trend or it would have been the XFL, but they, yeah. they that'll last all of two weeks until someone gets sick and they have to shut it down. Again. Clearly, yeah. if there was any extreme league that was going to defy medical guidance, it was going to be the XFL, <laughs> and they pulled themselves off the field. So. And then they went bankrupt and collapsed. Clearly, yeah. So, so <laughs> I, I think I think everyone, college football is the wild card for me. I feel like college yeah. football has such a rogue, like such a large economic impact on so many parts of the country that particularly some of the states potentially that don't have stay in place orders at the moment, uh, that they're, I think they're, I saw a commercial yesterday with, uh, and yes, also it's a league with uh, TV rights, like uh, like college football's sort of dependent on that. Um, but They've even been trying to appeal to college football coaches to tell people to stay inside because it's such a because the threat that they could lose the ability to have a college football season, say, you know, in the SEC, an SEC country is almost unfathomable to to many people. 
So well, China's, China's reopened. China's reopening. We can send the NBA over there and play. Yeah, they can play in Wuhan. <laughs> They're allowed to use Metro and everything over there now. So you're right. There's a that's the one place we can send people to. You're right. <laughs> they know the testing. They've got all the they've got all the field hospitals right. ready to go. So yeah. Does anybody have any? So I think I think an hour I think an hour is good considering there's no games and there's nothing else going on. Does anybody else have any <laughs> closing uh, closing thoughts? How they're trying to? So how I'm staying sane is I'm watching uh, the same shows that I've always watched over and over again. And instead of doing something like I have this opportunity to you know expand my horizons and watch new things, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just solely comfort <laughs> television. That's really the way I'm doing. It. I watched the Sunderland Till I Die season two, which just made me sad and miserable in ways that this like TV during the a this right now should not be but what's is anyone doing anything interesting to uh keep their spirits up and uh, uh well I write for stadium journey I think you had me on last mm-hmm. year to discuss Loudon Stadium so we are at some point I don't have a date yet we are publishing a ranking of all the major sports stadiums in the DC area so I'm not going to spoil anything but be sure to read it when it comes out fedex field will be number one my projection no i'm just kidding <laughs> rich uh, you wanted to jump in go ahead my friend hey i just wanted to say this is really um putting a damper on my plan trips uh, last year i went to a few stadiums chicago and portland i had a great time there and i went to orlando it was awesome but um i was watching this thing called this is soccer it's on uh, amazon prime and it's only like a six-part series, but I've watched the first couple of them. It's amazing. And if you want to feel good about soccer, it's a really cool thing. The second one, I think, is about the um, – first one's about uh, Arsenal fans or something in uh, Africa. And then the second one's about the women's national team, which is really cool. So if anybody wants to watch that, that's a really cool thing. And that's one thing that's kept my spirits up of not seeing soccer. So. Thanks for hosting, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. The Arsenal fans in, in Africa episode's great. I remember watching that and being kind of emotionally affected by it. So it was, it was a really good it's a really good episode. Yeah, I want to bring up the damper part because I, I was supposed to take a trip down to Florida. I was going to go see them play in inner Miami, D.C. And then like they had the game in the week where they were going to play in Orlando. I was probably going to get beat up in Orlando because I, I angered the entire Orlando fan base, but... Um, it still would have been oh. it still would have been fun to fun to go, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's not happening. And uh, I guess uh, the English game is another thing. I, I guess I watched, so I kept up with that. So that, I, I've just been kind of watching television. I've been trying to, I guess, stay somewhat active and work out as much as I can to try to prevent myself from going crazy. And it's hard because I also work from home, so just stuck at home. Yeah, I have the the amount of snacking that's going on. <laughs> out of control just want to say uh, can i can i uh, yeah, uh if you have like housemates that are not at all about soccer and they're just like eric shut up about dc united for like a second um the english game is a great way if they've seen uh, uh what is it downton abbey uh uh they, they'll get into it um so i got my house to watch that and that was really, really fun um one minor thing that uh sorry this is this is a i i, I don't know if any new fans are ever gonna listen to this um i hope they do uh but uh <laughs> Big song and chant guy in the stadium myself. Um, the, the the tune is not ole 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 ole. It doesn't it doesn't go on for like ad infinitum. It's uh, ole 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 ole. 
uh, it has like a nice harmonic like thing going on. Anyway, that's, that's a pet peeve. Then you know, little. Anyway. Hey, this is your chance. This, this is, is your. Chance. This was, this was a it's opportunity. Open. You had an audience. I agree. Follow the follow the bouncing ball, guys. Get it right. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, there's no resolution for the melody, and that just drives some people crazy. All right, I'm gonna unmute. Uh, I'm gonna unmute Dan. Um, Dan, you, you got you got in there in the beginning. Got anything you want to add? No, just uh, you know, eating everything in the house, making all the dishes <laughs> dirty. Started couch to 5K. Good for you. Yes. With my wife. So, you know, I'm a, a lapsed marathoner and I hadn't run in over a year, I think. Uh, and, uh, it, so and just, you know, John's about to not having a commute. John, so. John, John's about to have a kid. So I'm pretty sure next time we do like a podcast, do a video podcast, he, he will probably have gained like 10 pounds, 20 pounds, maybe. By now, I mean, it's already <laughs> happened, man. I, <laughs> Below the below camera line is just a disaster. That's sort of the way it's going right now. So I, I I've I have matched my wife, and I'm not even carrying a child probably. So I, I, I'm, we're hoping uh, there's still cons- theoretically two weeks till till due date. I'm getting I'm getting vibes that it's going to be before that. But you'll probably see me on here again before before I'm care. I'm wondering if I'm going to podcast while holding a sleeping baby. I feel like that's probably dangerous, and I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I should probably just retire to the basement and do my thing down here for for an hour. But we'll see. Get crazy with it. Uh, anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for helping us do this experiment. I think it went I think it went reasonably well. I think we yeah. all want to see and talk to people that aren't our coworkers or our significant others occasionally. So I think this is probably a good thing. No, we love our significant others, John. We love them. We never want to be apart from them. That's exactly what we should say. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> true facts. Anyway. Thanks, guys. We don't have a song to close, so we're just going to end the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our producer's going to end us out. We, we struggle a little bit. But anyway, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Patreon.com slash Refugees. If you listen on the podcast, RFURefugees.com, uh, Twitter.com slash Refugees. Check us out, and we will catch you all next week. Vamos. Vamos. Vamos.